Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. What's up? What's up? I'm Jade. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Nasally voice. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Um, before we get started with Married at First Sight, Jade, do you have any updates on anything Married at First Sight or Bachelor related? Um, I think it's going to be a no for me this week. I don't, I've tried to stay away from these people. I'm a little... Mm-hmm. <laughs> not interested at the moment yeah um, I don't know anything about The Bachelor um, mm. I've been following um, Matt and Rachel's little escapades I don't know if any I don't know if everyone knows this but <sighs> Matthew and Rachel Kirkenall are uh, together consorting around in Los Angeles and New York City um, mm, I guess mm. she's done the work, you know, of understanding black trauma. That was fast. Black pain. I mean, I guess it only took, you know, I mean, there's not much. So I guess it wasn't much reading for her. <laughs> I mean, last time she Just couldn't kidding. even tell us what books she read and what movies she watched. So. She read all the Just books. Whatever. Save it. <laughs> I guess she's good and everyone's good with her. So wonderful glad you i mean i just i could never after someone's embarrassed me like that on the national national Mm. news (laughs) i just couldn't really (laughs) i just couldn't do it but you know what pride is you know pride is not good so Mm, maybe he's you know maybe he's he's moved past it and you know what can you do um so yeah so that's that i don't have any like married at first sight news from like the past couples um so yeah yeah nothing noteworthy is going on in my book okay well i guess we'll just jump right into our recap of decision day this episode was entitled real life starts now oh did you want to tell us about the merit of first sight season starting in july i think it's mid-july what city is it going to be in that's really the only thing i care about knowing so the season is in houston um i'm actually getting really tired of the southern and like east (laughs) states like it's like they don't even realize that there's a whole west coast i mean not even west coast but like there's a whole like arizona do you think they should do a montana (laughs) season I mean, honestly, like not even Montana, but do do Denver. Like, there's a whole that Colorado. Would be nice. Like, there's a whole Washington, Seattle, like yeah. Portland. Like, I'm just like I'm nope. so tired of the Atlantas. The um, they already Charlotte's. did Dallas, right? <laughs> yes, they already did Dallas. Um, Chicago, we did Atlanta. We did Philly. We did Charlotte. We've been we've been here for a while. Like it's weird. Like it's just getting really weird. Um, so I'm just ready to. <laughs> To just move forward, and it doesn't have to be kinetic. You know, there are other production companies on the West Coast that are more than capable. But you know what? Y'all don't want to hear that. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm just I'm just ready for some change. So, I believe okay. the new Married at First Sight Houston is July 16th. I might have just made that. That up. sounds great. I'm sure we can get it. Well, no, you know, this I'm sorry. A That's bit. a Friday. I think it's like 
the 14th or something. But yeah, you guys, it's coming very soon. I, I don't recall it being, is it always this quick? No, I think they usually give us like one season. Well, I guess we're 12 seasons in, so maybe they do do about two seasons because it hasn't been on that long, right? Mm. I thought it was just like one season a year, though. So did I. So maybe uh, maybe now that I'm like actually really interested, I'm, maybe I didn't realize that it's this fast. But yeah, it just seems very quick. So because I'm well, thinking I guess the we'll... NOLA season was like pandemic season. This season oh. was like another pandemic season. Yeah, I forgot because the NOLA season was way longer than it should have been. Yeah, it's accidents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I guess I was just envisioning we'd have like a longer period of like non-married at first sight recaps, but it sounds like it's just going to be one month. So sounds like we got content coming. Fascinating. Okay, well, shall we jump into real life starts now? Yes. What was this title? I just anyway, it's decision day. Let's just call. <laughs> let's just call it what it is. It Your is decision day. How did you feel about this episode as a whole? Oh, you guys. Um, I was exhausted. I just think because Ooh. it was just tough. Like after last week with the whole recap of the recap, I was just this season has really dragged on. And it has mm -hmm. not been my favorite. So I just, I was tired and I was just ready to get there. And it's like, we, it's like, we couldn't even get there. Like there was just so much happening in the episode that delayed us. And I just, I was tired. So that's how I felt exhausted. How did you feel? <laughs> uh, I watched it after work. So I too was kind of like, all right, you know, I, I kept like checking the time. I kept pausing it and being like, okay, still not done. Still not done. Nope. Not still done. not done. And then, like, even after it ended, I was like, why are we still not done? Um, and it was longer. It was like an hour and 20. Yeah. With that little add-on at the end, which I was like, this is, I don't need this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I felt like, well, even in thinking about recapping it, I was like, we're all here to know the results. All this jibber-jabber in between is just kind of not mm -hmm. necessary. So, I mean, as we're recapping, I'll be talking about the outfits because there's outfits and of course the decision and then we'll move on yeah it's gonna be pretty pretty brisk um because i'm not doing this whole like we're just going i just grabbed notable things that i thought were interesting and that was about it so there we go nice and concise i love it let's go with uh interestingly enough the one thing i did catch in the intro right oh, was with miska even, i wasn't even gonna <laughs> recap the intro <laughs> Uh, well, it's just the one thing. Ryan was with Miska, Clara's mm -hmm. dog, at his home gym, I guess. So I was like, hmm, what's the dog doing there? Oh, Anywho, yeah. I mean, then we jumped into them. Yeah. Oh, and then there was, <laughs> I'm sorry, there was actually one more thing. So Vinny, when he was doing his little talking head in the intro, he said that it felt weird waking up without his wife because he doesn't like sleeping alone. And I was like, oh, so which is it? Because you complain <laughs> when she's there because she wants you to get up and eat breakfast with her. But now that she's not there, you're upset because you don't like sleep alone. So which one is it? He's a conflicted man. Let's let him live. You know, he's taking it a day at a time. He is very receptive to feedback from his friends. So I appreciate yes. I appreciate that willingness to grow um, that he has. But mm -hmm. I think he's Brown has something to work with, as we know. Okay. We'll go into Clara and Ryan, our first couple who sits down with the experts. Did you catch what the experts were wearing? 
No. <laughs> okay. Well, Dr. Viviana had, like, this flamenco dress, kind of like the dancing girl emoji, but it was this, like, yellowish shade with, like, black mm-hmm. lining or something. It was interesting. Oh, I did catch her necklaces, because it was, like, four Her necklaces them. were cute, yeah. Well, I like the look, I think. I wasn't sure about the, like, dress color. I feel like it could have been more powerful in a darker color. But anyways, mm-hmm. don't know what Dr. <laughs> what Dr. Pepper had on, truthfully. Just, just something black. A her regular... Suit. Regular outfit, probably like a jacket and pants, and then Pastor Cat had on a suit that I think was plaid ish. Anyway, it was like a wool suit. So, what I gathered from these outfits <laughs> and the outfits of the cast is it's cold AF outside, um, but nobody can wear coats, you know, so mm-hmm. it's cold. So, we see some wool suits and things, particularly uh, Ryan shows up with a felt or wool kind of suit. With his little brown accents. And Clara shows up in a really pretty dress. Um, with these capes on the arm. <laughs> so yeah. how would you describe that? I don't even know what that is. Like with the sleeve. It's like a, a flouncy <laughs> sleeve. It's an open not, sleeve, I guess. I yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of her style. So I can't really. Oh my goodness. I don't even recall what color It's probably it was. not winter appropriate. It was just pink with like a gold belt. And then little open, open sleeve mm. arms. Okay, so where do you want to start with them? Um, I guess wherever you'd like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so with each couple, there's like talking head, talking head, talking head, or like this person talks, the other person talks, and then we see them sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, as Ryan's talking, the only notable thing that I heard him say was that she's gorgeous and there's no second guessing Clara and I was like I've never heard him tell her she's gorgeous Mm-mm. so none of everything he said in that <laughs> intro was news to me <laughs> so I was like well this is interesting okay yeah Clara kind of said her regular um yes, her regular spiel about him nothing notable there they sit down they begin to discuss communication intimacy he talks about his vulnerability comes with chipping away over time no one knows how much time just exhausting <laughs> just chipping 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 away um i think clara does say that she's uh maybe kind of what did she say she was like after ryan explained it a couple times i began to to understand where he was at yeah she did say that like after he told me you know 10 million times i realized that this is what it was gonna be yeah so she's resigned herself to just just be here I do think it'd be interesting to see what kind of, like, active conflicts they they mm-hmm. have or what kind of things, like, they'll stand against each other on. I thought it was interesting because he said once they finished, you know, speaking the words of affirmation about each other, um, Dr. Pepper asked him if he wanted to stay married, and he did a whole bunch of mm-mms, which could have been, like, production, I guess. But then I think said, that's production. But then he said that no one has ever gotten into the mind of Ryan Oubre. And what works for Ryan <laughs> might not work for anyone else. That was just really weird. I think he's in his head, obviously. But yes, I thought that was a weird thing to say too, especially like just say yes or no. But right. into the mind of Ryan Uber, I think he maybe sees himself as like an outcast <laughs> and this very like unique person. And it's going to take someone very special to understand that. I don't Good know. Lord. I guess so. Which just, it just made him sound kind of arrogant. 
Like no Ryan's not average. Into the mind of Ryan Ubre. <laughs> I'm like Jesus. Like I mean, what does this mean? Like it was just a lot. Um, so I he think said, he, he probably should have said like, I've never let anyone in my heart. Yes. And like there are better ways to say that. <laughs> like, it's like, no one's ever gotten to the mind of me. It's like girl, girl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no one's got uh, his goodies. Oh my gosh. So yes, I mean, they're going to stay married. It was just very dramatic towards the end with Ryan and Ryan Oubre and blah, blah. Yeah. He Ryan. said he 150% wants to stay married. And I was right. like, wow. Actually, on that part, when he said Ryan Oubre, my note says, he says a lot of nothing. Just, mm-hmm. just a lot of narrative going words. on. Just a yeah. lot of words. Clara actually said she can't picture her life without him. And oh, I thought that shots. was interesting. Because your life without him wasn't that long ago. So I could picture my life, you know, two <laughs> months ago. But... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It sounds like they're good. It sounds like they're good. They're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy for them. Wonderful. Are we ready to go to next? Yes. So Haley and Jacob, um, mm. so they do their little intros, which were so shady because they hate each other. Um, <laughs> well, really, Haley hates him because his were actually kind of nice. But she just said that he had interesting eating habits. Habits. He's opinionated, you know, can be stubborn sometimes. Like, Okay. Yeah. Um, Jacob was, you know, just really nice. And he was like, she's cute and smart and outgoing. She's strong willed. He thought they would find some common ground. And so we get to their scene where they're with the experts. And mm-hmm. she says that she had a hard time expressing her feelings in the beginning, but she grew into that and said that he wasn't her typical type, but he's an attractive guy. Can I interrupt um, briefly? Yes, yes. On some some behaviors. Okay, so Jacob's <laughs> wearing his usual usual get up, mm-hmm. jeans, suit jacket with a, a a nice shirt and a tie. He comes in, he fist bumps the experts. Um, then Haley walks in. She's wearing like a nice black dress with a gold yeah, necklace. She looks cute. I mean, she, she always, always looks, looks cute. Um, she didn't really like greet anybody in that way. She just kind of was like, "Hi." walks in and they're like how are you and she's like i'm good i'm feeling good today and i was like <laughs> she's a little too happy yeah she's like i'm about to she's, end this she's energetic like thrilled yeah like she can't wait like she truly can't <laughs> wait and i mean i guess i don't really blame her like if you're with someone who you are not attracted to the sex was not good and you know you he's you know not what you want then i mean shit i guess decision day is the, is, the, is a good day it was just so cringy because you know Jacob's sitting there being moody and she's like yep I'm doing great I feel mm-hmm. feel good about today let's go ahead and get it over with get it done with and you know bury the hatchet yeah and I mean she made it really clear she was just like he projected a lot of, of insecurities with his mm-hmm. past relationships onto her pretty early on I get that um, yeah, she said like after the honeymoon or he brought up after the honeymoon and then she was saying yes. yeah that's what you were doing with her yeah. secret boyfriend that she had that was so weird. It was really out of left field. Like, okay, you guys were just on a honeymoon, just had sex, and now she has a secret boyfriend? Just that got was... married. And then he's like, well, a girl did that to me before. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> Please see a therapist immediately. Right? Like, I don't know what it is with these insecure men on this show this season, but I'm like, y'all are tripping, truly. Yeah, that's very alienating. I feel bad for her. Yeah. So I just feel like, and she says, she was just like, you know, they were just super different. They had no connection. 
And um, she just, she said she wanted to get a divorce, you know? And, you know, um, Jacob said, you know, Pastor Cal asked if Haley were to say yes, what would he say? And he was just like, well, we had eight weeks to try and they couldn't work it out. So Pastor Cal made a good statement where he was like, sometimes two good people don't make a good couple. Exactly. I think that's him admitting fault. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, I was like, are you just <laughs> saying that to yourself? Because you, you created this. Yeah. Um, Haley so, has, Haley says she would be settling um if she stayed married because they they're not a happy couple and i was like yeah, good for you true. girl and good i mean they'd be miserable you. like there was no i mean they she did say they had some good moments like one night they like had i mean they did have some good moments here and there but there's no romance and you can tell yeah. that they both want to be in a romantic relationship especially him because i mean he's like you know he got to settle down have kids he's 39 or whatever yeah, she was actually saying he didn't give any effort, and I think he felt really offended when she said that because I guess he was asking her the same questions every day, like what can we do or how can we improve, and she, there was just nothing there for her. Um, so it just sounds like a lot of frustration on both sides, but hey. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not that we didn't see this coming mm -hmm. um, <laughs> with these two <sighs> So um, how do you want to do this next couple? Oh, man. So <laughs> our our stars are back, you guys, yes. in case anyone has missed them. It almost looks like they have matching outfits um, or Jeez. complimentary outfits. They do. Uh, we're talking about our, our loves Paige and Chris. If you oh, yes. Realize. If you didn't catch that. Sorry. I forgot to say. I thought everybody knew. <laughs> um, she's wearing like this glittery oh, dress. <laughs> it's kind of like a New Year's dress. They're He's wearing, like, this suit that's, like, gray and blue plaid, if you can imagine that. I'm sure there might be a better way to describe it. Maybe tartan. Is tartan a... Tartan's, like, a version of plaid, right? They're, like, siblings. I think so. Let me do a quick Google of what tartan looks like. And then Anyways, his hair was, like... He must, he cut his hair down, right? Like, was it a fade or was it just lower? I can't recall. Not important to me, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just mentioning the hair because, you know... So Paige gave us... Um, a new wig. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, she did. <clears throat> it was, yeah. <laughs> it was new. Um, they sit down. Oh, there's this weird. I just want to, hold on. Let me just say something real quick. We are not mean people. So I don't want y'all thinking that, like, we're so rude and, like, just be picking on people's appearance. Like, that is not us at all. However, we have clearly stated that if either of us were ever on television, we would be fitted down from head to toe. So that that's all we're saying here, okay? I mean, especially on decision day. Cause Hello? It's, a, it's not like it's any other day. day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just just so we know. I mean, we've just heard about Karen and her orange dress. and Hello, it matters, you know? <laughs> it does. It's apparently a life-changing decision what you wear. Ask Miles. So you got to, you know, you got to be ready at all times. If you don't have to. Let's not go that far. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and Paige is talking head. She's uh, crooning over Chris, and she's willing to stay with him through anything. She says duplicitous again. Um, also says he did not let God lead him and nurture the marriage. Mm -hmm. And Chris is talking head. He goes into... Um, all this good stuff about Paige and then says she struggled with protecting his feelings. And yes. I thought that was a complete and utter cop out, but it's how he feels. So mm -hmm. sure. 
He says he really wanted to be a husband. Note that because he doesn't say he wanted to be Paige's husband, just yeah. a husband, mm -hmm. which would be on on par with his two previous engagements. Mm -hmm. um, he says that Paige gets agitated and shuts down quickly. That was news to me. <laughs> and even when they, they're doing like flashbacks throughout this. And even as they're saying that, it's like the time he comes over for Bible study and tells her that he bought Mercedes a brand new bed. <laughs> She's just looking at him. <laughs> I don't see agitation anywhere in Paige's face. So interesting, interesting perspective. Hot take there from Chris. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add about those talking heads? No, 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 no. Okay. Paige walks in, greets the experts. They're doing some kind of weird, weird non-hug <laughs> thing. It weird. It's like a grabby thing. I don't know. I saw it when Pastor Calgic and I was like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why you got to touch it all? You gotta, honestly, like I would have just did the Haley thing. Hey, y'all. Like, why? Like, yeah. those people are not your friends. Like, these are people on a show. <sighs> it's interesting. I think there is a lot of, um, like, transference going on with this couple and Pastor Cal. <laughs> he seems the most invested <laughs> in yes. them. Or the most, um, um, he seems to be like, it's in my, my note for later in this scene, but to me, it seems like he's like fathering Chris yes, throughout this yes. journey. Yeah. That's like, a lot of like like... protective over both of them, I guess, probably because he's the reason why they're sitting there today. <laughs> Chris has a dad though, right? Um, Chris yes. has a dad. Yeah. He has that an adult. awful man who was talking about how beautiful Paige was. <laughs> right. I forgot. That's, gross. That's his dad. I, when I was watching, I was like, who is, I know Chris has a dad and his dad's a pastor, but yeah. who is his dad? It's that man. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Where do you so want to go next? I want to go to, I have, my notes are a lot. Um, oh, good. My notes are maybe seven lines. Okay. I've got quite a few, so I'm just going to get into it. So Chris starts talking about how, you know, they had really, they had so much fun when they were together or the things that they experienced, you know, really impacted him reading scripture, playing pool, playing basketball, all which I think <laughs> happened on like two days. <laughs> Um, he felt a connection, um, and Paige said that even the small moments, she could see potential there, um, and she appreciated his vulnerability and that he was very confident. Um, however, she didn't feel valued or respected, and since the wedding, she knew the connection was off. So then Dr. Viviana is like, well, why did you keep going back? <laughs> and Paige said, I was hopeful, falling in love with the idea of marriage and losing myself in the process. Mm. Um, so then I think is it might have been Dr. Pepper who asked Chris like is there anything you would redo or you know any regrets and he said his only regret was not moving was not moving into the mutual apartment why do you uh -huh. why is that his why is that his regret like if you were in his mind like what is he thinking with that statement okay so <clears throat> I feel like he's saying by not moving in the mutual apartment he was already checked out which mm, is true. I see. But like even Haley and Jacob lived together. That's true. Even though it was rough. And then he mentions right after that, he says like abandonment started on the plane when he chose to, I guess, go to Chicago. To Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, wherever. I didn't hear what I couldn't catch what he said because he he's kind of like a mumble mouth. Yes, like I don't know what he said. I just thought so abandonment started on the plane. Did he rehearse this with someone else? <laughs> You know, it sounded <laughs> to me 
a little scripted because then he's like, she's the best thing. She's the, she's the best thing I never cherished. And I was yes. like, Beyonce, is that you? I was like, best thing I never had? Part two? Like, I mean, he just went on and on, embodied everything he wanted in a wife and allowed external circumstances to affect that. I was just like, who wrote this? There was lots of looking around by the experts. There was lots of like, girl, do you hear this? Oh my God. Um, and he, so this is when he starts to get dramatic. I'm putting that in air quotes because I don't know what, what was happening. Um, he said that when he said he was afraid of falling in love, he meant that. And then all of a sudden these like dramatic strings music starts playing like, <laughs> violins, just like pumping. I mean, it was intense. And then he says that Mercedes had a miscarriage and then everyone's like, oh my God, we're so sorry. And then he's like, Ugh. and then he storms off. Um, so then he was like, what? <laughs> he was like, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. Like when he cries, like there oh, was I'm like sorry. a lot of sniffling. <laughs> going I on. felt I heard some sort of like something in his voice. Cause you know, I don't know. Like a little um, voice cracking. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he storms off. And so Paige is like looking at him with just like this look of like, I don't know, admiration. And so I think pastor Cal's like, are you going to go? <laughs> Or should I? <laughs> One of us. And so she walks off after him. I He's, wish she didn't go. I really wish she girl, didn't. She's. I, I can't. I gotta keep. I gotta keep going because I really can't get into her right now. Um. So she's walking off. Apparently, it's freezing outside, as you noted, because she's shivering. It's like December, or January. Yeah. He's in his car. <laughs> So he's in this car, head down, sniffling, carrying on. He says, I'm so sorry, yo. I'm so sorry, yo. And she's like, Chris, I'm actually really concerned about your mental health. And then he says, I wasn't trying to fuck you off. Wasn't trying to degrade you. And then he says that he cares about her. (laughs) His Chris impressions are A1. (laughs) He said that he cares about her. And then after Vegas, he felt alone. He felt embarrassed. Felt like everybody hate me, yo. At least try and save part of me. He, I wasn't trying to hurt her, but he wanted to protect himself. He didn't protect her or cover her, yo. All these yo things. Do we have any Chicago um, listeners? Is that a is that a Chicago Ooh. thing? Because every sentence was was yo, and I'm not it's I'm like, not familiar. What's <laughs> that the show South. with the British people like Love Island, and they're yes. always like having like these weird things they put on the ends of sentences but this is kind of what that reminds <laughs> yeah they're right it's not british it's the entire i think United. it may be a chicago thing because i don't think that's an atlanta thing right i don't think so yo? i feel like yo like yo origin is like very new york to me but it as is, many times as he said it it's like <sighs> so many i'm so sorry yo i didn't protect you yo i didn't cover you yo Feel you like should have done a yo me, count because i was just like i didn't even take notes on that but i was i was confused because i was like that feels very like brooklyn to me but he's from chicago but i don't know mm-hmm. so if you guys know yo <laughs> please let us know <laughs> yeah one thing about this conversation when Paige. When, after she says she's concerned about his mental health, um, <laughs> she says, I'm really sorry uh, that y'all lost the baby or something like that. And he says, it's not even about that. It's about the whole thing. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Wow. It's not even about that? Yes. I was, 
I was shocked. Uh, and also, it's not about we that. To- <laughs> <laughs> we have to give these Karen people some credit. He stayed mic'd up. They got the angles looking in the front of the That's car. True. It looks That's like somebody true. was like sitting on top of the hood or something. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, we can. I was like, you know, I'm trying to see if there's a tear because mm-hmm. he's like oh, sh- covering his face, there and I was like, no maybe there's tears. a little, a little wetness. Um, Man is a little a sociopath. There. there are no tears. These are all. This is games. I mean, crocodile tears are a thing. I don't want to say he doesn't have like any feelings, but well, yes, yeah, I don't know. He did say, you know, he felt embarrassed. I don't know. So he should point- feel embarrassed. <laughs> I think that's an accurate rendering of the events of, that have happened, especially losing your your close friend, Pastor Dwight, and you oh, know, wow. like, dude, like. <laughs> You've you've messed up a lot of relationships here with people. Um, Jeez, it's been a train wreck for him. So yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I'm glad Paige didn't like lean over and kiss him or anything. Because I was she probably. I mean, I'm just. I can't. I can't. I so, was concerned when she got in that car. I was like, oh, oh, you mentioned you forgot before that, right? Or no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about later. Go ahead. Well, no. So after Confusing that, my scenes. they get out the car and she's shivering. And I think he asks, he's like, are you cold or something? And she's like, yeah. So he gives her his coat. Great. Told y'all about that last week. Her wearing sure. his coat. Um, so then they walk back inside. <laughs> Pastor Cal is like stuttering. <laughs> he's like, <"I> <laughs> he's like, what's going on? Like, what are you feeling? Paige That's says. The same note I had to stutter. <laughs> Stuttering. He was literally stuttering. He didn't know what he, to do. Yeah. Um, he just didn't know what to say. So Paige says that she's confused all over again. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, let's look at the big picture here. <laughs> because before you found out about this baby, the relationship was still an issue. And Chris exactly. says that, yes, there was an issue with attraction. But then he says that he didn't know... Because the baby is not there, he's unsure of, like, I guess he's unsure of, like, how to proceed. Because he says that he says he has feelings for Paige. She starts smiling. I was going to say, there she goes, that damn Cheshire grin she always does. She starts smiling. (laughs) He says he, if he could go back in time, he would start the process over. Um, So then Paige says that she doesn't want to say anything right now because she's acting on emotions. And Chris tells them that they are undecided in, in regards to, like, should they stay together or divorce? And then he starts referencing other seasons, which was really weird. Because he was like, yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever had that before where they don't say anything. <sighs> he just wants to be different. It's not cool, yeah. man. It's not cool. Paige does say she felt affirmed by all the things he said previously oh, before he stormed off because she's never heard him say those things before. Mm-hmm. But this man, he's quite the wordsmith because he yeah. can talk his way into Paige anytime he wants. Um, well, I don't know if he's quite the wordsmith. He can do that to her. So that, he yes. Can do that to her. Yes. I guess, yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he knows exactly what to say or she's just very easily impressed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't take much, it sounds like. He just thinks of some words, yeah. plays a few songs, takes some lyrics, takes some words from a movie, and puts together and there is, you know, a door mm-hmm. to page. So he officially says that he doesn't, They both him and Paige cannot give a decision today about the marriage. And so Dr. Viviana says that, you know, you're playing with her, you're playing with us. 
Um, so then my notes say Chris starts bucking on Viviana. <laughs> yes. And then my note says she has to, she Paige has to clean up for him again, because even when he stormed off and they came back, Paige was like, I'm so sorry for that. Yes, you guys, I don't know. Oh. And they, she's always doing this thing where it's like excusing his behavior and be like, Oh no, Chris don't do like, he needs a handler. Like we've discussed, but Paige, so, you're not uh, responsible for that man's behavior. No, it's a grown she's not. Man. And like, it's just so infuriating watching her like tap dance around him. It's like, oh my god, you guys, we appreciate your support. And then it's just like, you don't have to do this. So, again, she says that she's not sound in her decision because they couldn't get past the honeymoon. And since Mercedes isn't pregnant now, things are different. So then, Pastor Cal's things like, are not different. So, so then he's like, okay, so are you? He he comes back to so are you gonna stay married tonight? So then I don't know what happens. The she page, looks sick. She looks like <laughs> she's about to throw up. And she starts shaking her head no. And then she starts crying again. And it's like, I'm so sorry, you guys. It's too much for me. Then she storms off. <gasps> so then she walks off, he follows her. He mm-hmm. asks her, do you want to leave? And she says that she's done for today. Then she goes and walks to the producer. And she's just like, can you talk to me? And I'm like, you do know the producer is not your friend either. <laughs> we have established she doesn't have friends. Okay. This is the same producer that talked to her when they were on the rooftop. Yeah. Same one. <laughs> so oh, this God. might be like <clears throat> her producer, you know. And someone that's seen everything that's going on behind the camera. So maybe this yeah. is the person she feels the most comfortable. She, the I mean, only person available. But cause, I mean, these people are here to to produce a show. And so um, she puts her back on the bull and lets her go. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like talking or something. And then I don't know how Pastor Cal got back there. Um Oh, Pastor Cal went yes. searching for Chris, right? Yeah, because he went searching for Chris because Chris was like, take my mic off. I guess he really thought they were just about to walk out. They were um, about to walk out together. Yeah. To and so Pastor Cal's like, you make decisions, be responsible. This ain't about the show. Pastor Cal, yeah. please. It was very stop. cryptic because he was like, be responsible for her, be responsible for you. And I was like, why does he have to be responsible for her? They're not. <laughs> <laughs> what does this all mean? And then at one point, Paige is like, she's talking to her producer friend, and she says, I feel stupid as fuck because I'm still undecided. And I'm like, Paige, this is... You don't have is, to feel stupid. This is not good. Um, so then after all that pandemonium, <laughs> they go back to the couch, and Paige tells us that she had to catch herself because she was about to do the same things that she would have done before, Oof. and taking that little bit of hope... She says that there are admirable qualities in Chris, but she's never chosen herself and she doesn't think that things will change and she can't ignore that. Wow. I think like, you know, it was like she got a word from God or something. Maybe she prayed in between there and there was like a sign or something. Because I was like, that's divine intervention because this girl was right about to go back down that same path. She keeps going down with this man. She can't help herself. The experts or whoever they are, they looked exhausted. And we find out like after that, six it, it had been six hours. hours of that foolishness. Like they probably had to cut out so much shit. And I'm just like, man, that's a, that's a tough day. Could you imagine six hours? They like, there's no lunch break. 
with this. I'm sure they're like taking lunch while they're out in the car yeah, like talking. They, like they can't rap, so they just sitting there mic'd up, just looking at these clowns go back and forth. Like my word, goodness. Ultimately, Paige says she wants to not stay married. Um, <laughs> I guess divorce is a word that we can't can't just say because yeah. it'll trigger someone. <laughs> Did you catch the music? No, I did not. I was so <gasps> exhausted, y'all. I just, oh, I'm my sorry. goodness. After she says much. she wants to not stay married, the music is like, close the door. <laughs> 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 and then Chris says he's disappointed about the whole thing. Mm. And then as they're, like, walking out of the room together, the music comes back in and it's like, find a home, rest your bones, let it fade away, <laughs> let it fade away. <laughs> So I was wow, like, what the hell intense. is this? You don't get music with everyone, just with them. Wow. They're special. That was nuts. Um, so, yeah, so our final. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. This, this is not our final. No, couple, but we have two more. We, we go into the next day. The experts yes. are talking about last night was a lot. and But they're all here. in the same clothes. So I was like, if you're telling us it's day two, then why do you have to wear the same stuff? I think it's intended to be a one-day thing. I don't think you're supposed to spend six hours with any one couple. Oh, okay. But still, so, but so then why did? I mean, but they I think production day two. Yeah, I think like that was a conversation they were having amongst them amongst themselves, maybe not realizing that production was gonna put that in. Mm, okay. I see. But I don't know. Yeah, it's day two, which I guess is. I mean, I feel like you can get through five decisions in one day. That doesn't seem doesn't seem impossible. I, I mean, I think know. that's what they've done before, maybe. So I don't know. I'm sure, but like it was nighttime by the time Chris and Paige walking in and out and mm. stuff like that. It's like <laughs> so much. That's true. So we go to Virginia and Eric, which I guess they probably had their clothes laid out. We're told like, don't worry about coming because the experts are going home. They've already <laughs> they've already worked ten hours today. <laughs> Yeah, because their outfits were weird. <laughs> like, Virginia was in some sort of, like, skirt and white She had, like, a shirt. skirt and, like, a little white long sleeve shirt. It was, like, you know. It was strange. It's fine. <laughs> he's wearing, like, a suit, like a work suit, I guess, since he's a pilot. <laughs> I don't know. Suit? He's a pilot. pilot you know, wear, like... <laughs> I think he had a different shirt, but it looked a little big on him. It didn't look like the yeah, best. It was so big. <laughs> So that's why I was thinking it was work because I was like, surely if it was like his suit that he bought for himself, he would have had it tailored. That's how you buy suits, right? Like you buy them at a suit shop yeah, and they tailor them to you. Not this. Both of these outfits were so weird. I was like, so did you guys want to come or no? I think her outfit was fine. It looked very Virginia to me. He looked sweaty, though. He looked like he was nervous for well, some reason. Honestly, Virginia can look really nice when she tries. And I, when I saw her, it looked like she didn't try. Like, I've uh-huh. seen her with a full face of makeup and, like, looking amazing. Like, we mm. have seen her look great. She probably had on that full face of makeup yesterday. And because mm. today she wasn't That's playing... <laughs> That is she might true. have gotten like her makeup done. Her hair so did look pissed. very straight, so I was like, "Look, she straightened her hair and like you know put some clothes on and came on over." Yeah. <sighs> so there's a lot of talking going on. My mm-hmm. notes are literally blah blah blah. Cut to the end. Did you catch anything meaningful that was exchanged between them? No, it was just both of them saying pretty much the same thing they've been saying. Um, you know, Eric is just you know he's so in love with her, but she's into that party life. And Virginia, 
he's you know a genuine soul he's very loyal but sometimes he's too grown up and he always thinks he knows best so that was it oh yeah she did say he's a grown-up <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean he really i mean like he's way more grown-up than me yeah sure. he's stuffy and his talking head he said that she needs boundaries and she should think things weird. over i know <laughs> i was like this is very condescending i mean that's the way he is and then like honestly them on the couch it was so tense like both of them looked crazy nervous it, it just looked very uncomfortable yeah it almost reminds me of like a potential domestic violence situation like oh, no. it just looks like everyone's on edge with them like if she says the wrong thing he's gonna lash out and then she's gonna lash oh. out like it just seems like it could be bad yeah I don't it know. was tough and honestly like i'm really very unsure about this relationship um he says that he knows that he's not her number one person right now man that really eats him up um <laughs> he's really um, really not able to really um digest that he can't Mm-mm. and she looks so stressed because he keeps saying stuff like that he says makes these <clears throat> extreme statements of like yes, i'm not yes. your number one person i i'm obsessed with you it's like too much <laughs> yeah and so she looks so uncomfortable she says it's hard for her she's very independent and she wants to need him but she's not there yet um She's still very guarded. But honestly, let me stop right there. Because I learned um, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my therapist, and she was saying that sometimes the way that you have been brought up, like from childhood to now, you may not know how to need someone. Like it really depends on how you acted as a child, your relationship with your parents. And then like moving forward in life, like maybe you've never felt vulnerable enough to ever have to need someone or maybe Mm -hmm. you always needed other things like you put that that physical attachment with people to need them to like exercise or I don't know drinking or you know Rocky or whatever so I feel like she's it's okay like if she doesn't need him like I don't necessarily think that she should have to need him like I, I don't I feel like he's very obsessed with this whole she doesn't need me she don't need me and it's like but do you want to have to need someone like truly? Yeah, I think he wants her to be dependent on him. And because she's not, because she has other people in her life that care about her, he's just not number one. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be number two or number five. Um, but it's like this girl has both of her parents, her sister, right? you know, her friends that she's known longer than you, who she probably can open up more to. Because when she tries to open up to you, you like shut her down, telling her, no, mm-hmm. bad girl, bad girl, bad girl. Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. I'm like, I don't like this whole, I need you to need me. Like, I want you to need me. Like, I don't want her to have to need yeah. you. I've never heard anyone tell me that ever in life and i feel like if someone did i'd be like red flag red flag yeah Yeah, like you don't like you no that's too much pressure and like it's just no it's a no for me and she's young so i don't i don't know i feel bad (sighs) so then he uh, so yeah so he just starts again like no one's smiling you guys so like i couldn't even tell if this was like a happy moment he says he doesn't want to get his heart broken again and he gets down on one knee and proposes to her and says that um, he apparently asked her dad if he could propose to her. This was on the same phone call um, that we saw like a couple weeks ago where he was like, oh, I just wanted to talk to you because uh, Virginia says I don't talk to y'all. So literally the same phone call he asked for his, <laughs> for his permission to propose to her again. 
Um, so she says, yes, baby. Um, and then they kiss. Then they finally start smiling. Like uh, before then, there were no smiles. There was no happiness. And then they're still talking about being her person. I think yeah. even after she accepts that, it's like, oh, <sighs> let's let's move on. Yeah. I mean, you got to have that need. You know, you got to need me. You got to need me. Uh, so, yeah. Never so, mind. Brie, Anna, and Vincent. Brianna and Vincent. These three people, y'all. Brianna and Vincent. <laughs> so, Brie starts talking. I mean, they do that little thing where they both talk about each other. Uh, nothing yes. too crazy. She says nothing that, unexpected. Yeah. Although she did say that he was tall and handsome. Is he tall? I didn't hear her say. Well, maybe taller than her. I guess as a qualifier. Well, she would just say like the things that she like liked about him, and she was like, "Tall, check. Handsome, check." And I was like, "Is he tall though? He seems. He's giving me like six feet." That might be tall for her. She's taller than me. How, how tall is she? She looks like she's like five, if not my height, probably five seven. Okay, so that's. I mean, that's taller than her. I think once you get to like five seven, five eight, you're like you know, t- like. Same height with a lot of people, I'll say. I guess when I think of tall, I think of like 6'2 and above. Okay. <laughs> That's why you I was like, that man's just... not tall. I'm He's sorry. not. I just don't really like this. <laughs> Give him some credit. He's, He's tall. not tall. Shit. Let him be tall. Okay, whatever. Um, so it yeah, works was, for her. That was the only thing that I noticed. Um, he said, no. She said that Vincent was everything she didn't know she needed, and he's very caring, but he also has a hard time taking the lightest of criticism. He can't even take a joke, and he doesn't like to feel embarrassed, and he overthinks things. I was like, damn. Yeah. Um, and then he says that description. Brianna cares for him. She supports him. Um, she's a great dog mom, but... She doesn't realize when she's being assertive, it may come off wrong. She speaks her mind, and sometimes I might take it the wrong way, and she's direct. But that's just the way she communicates. She's working on it. And I was (laughs) like, what? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, I was really checked out at this point in the show. Okay, well, I'll carry us through because I was fired up. Uh, I'm good. So Vinny says that the marriage isn't easy, um, but they're working on it. And Brianna says that she's had to learn how to be vulnerable um, because she's very independent. Um, but it has been a good marriage overall. She said that a lot of a lot of compromising has been happening. And Vincent says that she's kind but bossy. And he's her, really hung up on this bossy thing. Yeah, and her being more direct can sometimes be like rudeness, and that really bothers him. And so she says that she doesn't mean any harm, and she has tried her best to keep herself in check. So right when she said that, I was reminded of like the first episode, the wedding episode, where she said that she doesn't want to like change her personality for someone. Like she doesn't Mm want to have to tone down her personality. So I was reminded of that because I'm like, Rihanna, it sounds like this man wants you to change your personality. And you said you weren't doing that. So then she starts saying that she cannot change herself for who he wants her to be. And that coming into this marriage, she didn't want to change herself to fit the mold but now she likes who she's becoming because of him. She's grown to need him and wants to see where the relationship can go. This, and then again with this needing. He proposes to her with some cheesecake. I thought it was a slice, but it was literally like a whole cheesecake. 
Yeah, I think he just got our whole one. In the event that maybe they were going to eat it with other people, but COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, oh, I didn't like anything about this. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't. I didn't like it when she was like, she's grown to need him and her changing herself because she likes the change now. I, here's the thing. As one assertive girl to another, I feel like you can still be assertive and still be kind. Mm. And I feel like, I don't even think it's like her assertiveness that bothers him. He has this bossy shit in his head and he will not let that go. <laughs> so like, I almost wish like she really did herself a disservice or her, her family did by running with that bossy shit because that has really, I, I think it's, tainted his view of her because now he asserts the bossiness with assertiveness and like i'm assertive but i'm not bossy like that's not the same thing i don't think there would have been any way for them to predict that would have happened though i think that was like kind of like just we love her she's a little bossy who would have known that he was gonna latch onto this Mm -hmm. (laughs) carry it that is so true because he's really taking it and like every episode he's applying it to everything you bossy like assertive and direct and bossy are three different things. In his mind, they're the same. She's telling him what to. Well, no, she's not telling him what to do. She's I not. She tells him what to do. He I just, mean, he wants her to be submissive and quiet. Yes, and that's why I was just like, Brie, this is this is red this is red flags for me because she's like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't want to change myself, but now I like who I'm becoming. I don't want her. What I envision happening is that they're going to live in this really uncomfortable place where Mm. she doesn't want to say anything that's going to embarrass him or offend him or, you know, think, you know, too assertive. So she's just going to stop talking. She's going to be a Clara and just like completely Mm. like just cut (laughs) off half her fucking personality because her spouse prefers quiet. Mm, Yeah. And And he's like, you know, you should be like my mom. Like you shouldn't argue with me. You shouldn't say anything to me because I'm the man of the house. Like these very traditional. Yeah. I don't like it. I really don't. I don't think it's going to work with her. So, well, I mean, it will if she just completely shuts down. I don't think she has that in her to like just be. No, girl. I hope not. And I mean, it's okay to be submissive. Like, you can, again, you can be submissive and be direct. But like, it's like he wants this specific type of submissive where it's like, I want you to just completely like not do or say anything that's going to make me feel slightly uncomfortable, like booking a salsa class because I've gained 25 (laughs) pounds and don't want to dance salsa. But again, who would know that that would make him uncomfortable? There's a lot of like expectation I think that he has. Or like ride a horse because you think it's going to buck you off and you're going to be paralyzed. (laughs) Like I just, I just can't. (laughs) Yeah, I think for her, it's a lot of like, it's so like, there's no way to predict what's going to upset him. So who knows? Yes, they propose a cheesecake. She cries, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. We have some kind of reunion thingy that looks like it may be like in the courtyard of the mutual apartments. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, That's where we find out Eric asked for dad's. Virginia's dad's blessing. Mm-hmm. Jacob looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, he does. Um, he's so ready to get the fuck out. He's like, I can't wait to be around these people. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just over the whole thing. Well, and on honestly, the other side. I was so over him because he said that he still mm-hmm. hasn't learned anything. He did say that. We didn't say that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. he literally says they never got to a great place. Jacob says that he still hasn't learned anything and it just didn't work. And I was like, damn, seriously, out of out of this whole process, you learned nothing. I don't think he's being honest because I feel like realistically you would have to learn something. But I feel like he's just like mad. So he's like throwing a fit. So he's like, I didn't learn anything. This this is terrible. I guess that was stupid. I don't know. Haley's on the other side with her dog. Mm-hmm. And then the couples are sitting together, and Paige is sitting somewhere in the middle um, of two other couples. And Chris is absent. Paige starts talking to everyone. She's like, Well, 60% of me considered staying married. And uh, she says she felt uh, Chris was sincere, especially because he said, she was the best thing he never cherished. And I'm just, <laughs> again, with this, so... this this Beyonce lyric with, like, different words, it's just like, girl, so you can't... he said what you wanted to hear, that's... That was sincere. sincere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, Virginia, our girl Virginia, Ooh, she's Virginia. really quick, really uh, nosy at times, but really quick. <laughs> so yeah. she's like... Uh, I just be curious, like about your thought process. Like, what was your thought process with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Paige actually shut it down. She kind of like shut down that conversation and put Virginia in a place that Virginia was kind of like pulling around. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, because yeah. Paige said that she doesn't want to speak on that because of it's not her place. It's not her place. And I was like, oh, so <laughs> okay. I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't want to share her thought process, which I was like, okay, girl, you don't have to just because Virginia asked you. Yeah, that's true. Glad you're standing up for yourself in little bits and pieces. That's mm-hmm. when she reveals that they were there for six hours. <laughs> uh, I'm exhausted at this point of just, like, watching this because, of course, I told you guys I kept checking how much longer was left. And I thought mm-hmm. after we finished with Brianna and Vincent, it was going to be the end of the freaking show, and it wasn't. <sighs> yeah, so Chris finally emerges. Uh, more dramatic music ensues. Late um, as usual. He comes out with a box. Um, yeah. And so he sits there and he's like, hey, guys, how are y'all doing? And so honestly, Brianna is the one who carries this whole conversation. And she's yeah. like, oh, we're doing well. How are you? He apologizes to everyone for allowing his life to interfere with everyone's marriage. Um, he appreciates them being supportive of Paige during this difficult time and said that you guys deserve better. He also says that decision day was emotional, but it was amazing because Paige was there to support him, even though she didn't have to be. Um, So then he asks, like, who all stayed married? And I guess they all say whatever they say. And then he starts kind of apologizing um, to Eric and Virginia about his outburst. I didn't even really get what he said, but Eric accepts the apology, says he wishes him the best. And they shake hands. And then Paige is doing that weird smile again. Um, she's like oh i'm so happy that hopeful smile that she keeps doing yeah yeah and then after that i don't have any other notes i think they all like cheers with their wine and then Paige and chris like walked off like kind of like arm in arm or something it was weird i think they did like a little church side hug thing and then um and then just kind of like walked away i think that box was um I saw, like, towards the end when they were all hugging, like, the women had cards. And I wasn't sure where those cards came from. And I was like, did, 
they come from Chris or did they? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. They had cards, though. So I was like, that's interesting. Um, it's kind of like a, I don't, I don't know, like maybe a pictures. I don't know what it could have been hmm. that he showed up with. But I thought it was interesting. Oh, they never told us what he showed up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that. Um, we get a little glimpse of the reunion specials. There will be two episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And we see Paige and Chris, you know, pandemonium again. Paige, I mean, Chris is like storming out of the, the production company or whatever they were filming. And Paige looked like really skinny and had like a really, I don't know. She did look like she lost a lot of weight and she had braids and like the face was different. I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure what's going on there. Um, but, you know, they said like when people see their first season on TV, they're like, oh, my goodness, I need to... <laughs> need to get this together so i don't know she looked almost unrecognizable to me <laughs> did you mute yourself oh no <laughs> um yeah so i'm just i'll leave it at that um so yeah so we've got two episodes <laughs> of the reunion coming up <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah y'all <laughs> Okay, the reunion's coming up. We'll cover it and uh, the drama. Hopefully, it's not you know another hour and a half of just nothingness. That's true. Oh man, man, what a ride! Mm-hmm. What a ride! So, what have you been watching this week, Jade? Okay, so this week and last, I've been watching Good Girls. Ooh. Don't know where that show. Oh, it's an NBC show. Have you seen it? I've I tried I watched the first like two or three episodes and I just couldn't get into it. Okay, well for those of you who haven't watched, I don't know. I just randomly started watching this on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because because I was flying and I needed shows to watch on the plane, oh. so I just downloaded some shows. Um, and this was one of the shows I've been watching. It's about these two sisters, Beth and Annie, and their best friend Ruby. These ladies get together. Um, they're all like in financial distress. They get together, decide they're going to rob a grocery store. Um, then after that, you know, they kind of get involved with some uh, some drug lords, and so, and so <laughs> as one does. Yeah, it's pretty light. It's not like super heavy. I'm enjoying it just because it is so light. It looks like there's this has four seasons. Goodness, who knew? Yeah, there's 42 episodes. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm watching on Netflix. I don't know if Netflix has all the seasons, but it has like 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. I trust Rotten Tomatoes usually. Um, but yeah, really good. I really like Ruby. Um, she's the the black character. Um, and she has like a daughter some kids her husband's a police officer so it gets interesting but i find myself watching it i just need to relax a little bit and just kind of take it easy mm-hmm. um so yeah i like it hopefully if you guys haven't seen it you'll give it a shot i'm curious to know which part lost you um but yeah i like it yeah i tried to give it a shot just because there are four seasons um uh-huh. but i just couldn't i don't know it, it usually after the fourth or fifth episode i gotta i gotta be invested mm. um so i was kind of just like eh, good. 
So I may try <laughs> and give it a shot because it does have a, like a really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So I know yeah. it's good. I just can't. I don't know. I just can't. Yeah, it's not like not like high drama, like high intensity. It's mm-hmm. more it's like a lot more easygoing than that. Like think about like an NBC show. I think that mm-hmm. helps puts, puts it into perspective. I don't usually watch anything on NBC except for like Survivor. I don't watch any like sitcoms on there. Yeah, I'm trying to think the last what was the last NBC show I watched? I oh, no, that was CBS. Damn. See. Oh, actually CBS, I mean Survivor's on CBS actually. What comes <gasps> on NBC? Anything? Um, oh, that um, what's that up. show? This Nick is, this Cannon is us comes on it on NBC. Do you did okay. you ever watch that? I watched This Is Us. Uh huh. Um, it's very Black, emotional. I have to mentally prepare myself. Blacklist was Black. on NBC. Um, okay, I used to watch that. I don't really see. That's all you got? Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Nope. Any of those were gonna bed. Chicago Fire. <laughs> No. So yeah, so NBC, mm-hmm. I don't think it's really given us top-notch um, programming. I think NBC stands. used to have America's Got Talent, right? When Nick Cannon was on there. Oh, and he, I think so. Wait, yeah, he that, went off. That wasn't ABC? Ter- um, I think it was NBC because he said, like, N-words be cooning or something. Oh. As, like, the acronym once Terry Crews took over. It was a lot of drama. My, my. I think. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that sounds like maybe it was on ABC. Yeah, that, that fits. I can't see that being on ABC. Um, Saturday Night Live is on NBC, so that's probably right. It's still going. Yeah, it's America's Got Talent. Oh, and technically he- NBC has merged with, like, Bravo. Or, like, Bravo, I think. I think NBC owns Bravo or one of those. Oh. Because so, technically Peacock is a form of NBC. Because that makes they show sense. Bravo shows on there and like a whole bunch of other stuff. I only know because, you know, Yellowstone. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> which well, I, I watched one episode earlier today. So that I makes know. sense because the NBC logo is a peacock. And so, mm, you know. I didn't even realize kind of, that. Oh. I didn't connect well, that. I saw it, but I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> so that makes sense. So tell us what you're watching. Yeah, so I'm not watching anything new just because, as you all have heard, I'm still kind of rewatching, you know, Yellowstone. It's still a big part of me. Um, but I am rewatching Gilmore Girls. Um, I started back at season one um, just for some nostalgia. Uh, Gilmore Girls um, is about a mother and a daughter who um, live in, I think, Connecticut uh, near Hartford. Um, and it just goes about their lives. She's a single mother raising her daughter. They're both named Lorelai Gilmore. I really love the name Lorelai. Uh, but it's super cute. Um, I mean, Gilmore Girls is on Netflix. I don't think it's on Amazon Prime or anything. But it's just I've an amazing show. I've never seen Gilmore Girls. But what? everyone that I know that has seen it has, like, rewatched it. Wow. And is, like, mildly obsessed with it. That's so interesting. I watched Gilmore Girls, I think, when it was, like, actually live. I think it was on the WB. What's that time? show with the old women that it remind? What's that show with the three old women? Golden Girls. Yes, I I, I have those four two things of them, right? Okay, sure. I haven't seen either, but I what does put Golden those Girls have to do with Gilmore Girls? I put them together in my mind. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in my mind, there's not much difference between Golden Girls and Gilmore. Wow. Girls. I don't even think I've seen a Gilmore Girls trailer to oh know what gosh, the hell it's about. Oh my gosh, you have to! Gilmore Girls is so great, and I love Alexis. I think it's Bedell. Um, she's the actress who plays Rory. She's in mm-hmm. The Handmaid's Tale. She's amazing. I love her. 
Yeah, it has like, a, I'm looking here, it has an 85% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's probably good. I mean, no one's ever I mean, said anything bad to me about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it's got eight seasons, I think, like or seven. I think seven seasons. Yeah, seven. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I can't imagine. It's like a staple show for me. Like, I will always mm. go back and rewatch Gilmore Girls. Just like I'll always go back and rewatch Sex and the City. So, yeah. So, that's all I've been watching. <laughs> that's all I've been watching. Okay, sounds good. Was there any other things you wanted to tell us about before we go? Um, I don't think so. Um, you know, we'll have another new um, season of Marinette for Sight pretty quickly um, in July. Yeah. So Should no rest, no rest for the wicked. <laughs> we'll be back, you know. So yeah, back in an action. Say. So we'll see you guys next week as we cover part one of the reunion, which you know is probably gonna be a cliffhanger, calling Ooh. it with Paige and Chris. Then we're like, oh, end of the episode. Tune in next week to figure out what happens. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Can't I'm wait for the sure. Dramatics. All mm-hmm. the dramatics, it's on the way. The it is on the way. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, we'll follow us on you know all of our social media pages. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. You know, we're just out there engaging and. You know, engaging. <laughs> nice, engaging, nice. Engaging. Yeah, we're out there. Send us posts or tweet at us because um, we'd love to hear from you guys. A lot of mm-hmm. you, a lot of our friends give us feedback in person. So yeah, that's true. Oh. Even, I'm like, you guys just like do it on Instagram so we can all see it. But they're like, no, I'm just telling you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like people start <laughs> asking questions um, once you hang out. So yes. anyways. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.